0: Happy Monday, everybody. My name is Brandon Rosa. Welcome to episode 219 of the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. Every Monday, this podcast covers new game releases, the previous week's gaming news, and we all learn an Xbox-related fun fact together. This show is on YouTube and podcast services around the world, so please subscribe in your favor and leave a review. xboxin 10com no numbers, is your quick source for links to all of our podcast destinations and social media profiles, which you can follow at Xboxand10. To start, let's talk game releases. There were no big games out last week, but the games coming out this week include... Broforce Forever, WrestleQuest, Quest, Legend Bowl, Fluffy Milo, Running Fable, Stray Gods the Role-Playing Musical, Stray, Bright Lights of Svetlov, and World Soccer Pinball. Some new games are available now and or coming soon to Game Pass. They include the following. You can now play Celeste on Cloud Console and PC, and A Short Hike Cloud Console and PC. On August 8th, Bro Force Forever, Cloud Console and PC. August 9th, Limbo, Cloud Console and PC. August 10th, Airborne Kingdom, Cloud Console and PC. And then on August 15th, you can play Everspace 2 on Cloud and Series X and S. Now, until last week's biggest news stories and we have four to cover this week. Number one, Microsoft reveals what to expect from Xbox at Gamescom 2023. Pool at IGN writes, Microsoft has said attendees at Gamescom 2023 can expect to see the largest booth Xbox has ever had as well as the return of Xbox FanFest. Over 30 games across 150 gaming stations are set for the booth, Microsoft said, alongside a 300-seat theater in which Bethesda Game Studios will show a Starfield presentation, Turn 10 will show a Forza presentation, and Oxide Games will show an ARIA, History Untold presentation. Neither Starfield, Forza, nor ARIA, History Untold will be playable at Gamescom, however. Microsoft has yet to announce an Xbox showcase for Gamescom 2023, and it looks like the focus is firmly on games set to come out in 2023, or the early part of 2024. There is no mention of Playgrounds Fable, Obsidian's Avowed, Compulsion Games South of Midnight, and Exiles Clockwork Revolution, or Ninja Theory's Senua Saga Hellblade 2. Towerborn, the next game from the banner saga developer Stoic, will be hands on for the first time however, as well as new content coming to The Elder Scrolls Online and Microsoft Flight Simulator. Also hands-on are GSC Games World's Much Anticipated Stalker 2, Overkill Software and Starbury Studios Payday 3, Don't Nod's recently announced Jessant, From Software's Armored Core 6, Fires of Rubicon, Recreate Games Party Animals, Cyberpunk 2077 Phantom Liberty, Spotlight by Quantic Dreams Under the Waves, and Sega Atlas's Persona 5 Tactica. ID at Xbox games available to play include Paradox's Lamplighter League, Thunderfull's Steamworld Build, and Amplifiers Lightyear Frontier. Microsoft said to expect three days of around three hour live streams from the Xbox booth as well. These will take a deeper dive into some of the games at Gamescom 2023 with gameplay and developer chats. Microsoft will announce a schedule for these live streams soon. Xbox really showing up to Gamescom 2023. A little disappointed we're not getting another showcase, but I guess let's space this out. We're going to get some big game reveals, hopefully, at the Game Awards later this year, since Xbox seems to show up most years. And we're going to hear more about some of the games that they can actually play, such as Towerborn. I get not being able to play Starfield, because what are you really going to experience in, say, a 15 to 30 minute bite? It's nice that we're going to see more from these games, however, so I can't wait to see what comes out of it. Number two, Discord on Xbox will soon let you stream your gameplay to friends. Tom Warren at The Verge writes, Microsoft is improving its Xbox and Discord integration with a new streaming gameplay feature. Xbox owners will soon be able to stream their gameplay from a console to Discord users, allowing friends to watch them play games or even offer advice for solving challenges or boss battles. The new feature is starting to roll out to Xbox Insiders in the Alpha, Skip Ahead, and Alpha rings of testing today, and should be available to all Xbox owners in the coming months. Much like the existing Discord integration on Xbox, it's all built into the parties and chat section of the dashboard. A new streamer game option will appear once you're connected to a Discord server, with settings to customize the stream. Unfortunately, this is a one-way stream, so you still won't be able to view streams from friends who are broadcasting on Discord. Microsoft first launched a basic version of Discord on Xbox in September before improving it into November to allow Xbox users to directly connect to Discord voice channels without needing a phone. The ability to view Xbox Gamertags and Discord calls was also added a few months ago. These continuous improvements suggest that we'll likely see further additions in the future, so there's still hope for being able to view Discord streams on Xbox and perhaps even participate in text chats. I'm still shocked that they had this integration with Discord. It's awesome to see given how huge Discord is that you're going to have all these options directly from your console. Now being able to stream your game, that's awesome. Props to Xbox and Discord for working on this. Number 3, Star Wars Jedi Survivor confirmed as coming to Xbox One. Heidi Nicholas at your achievements writes, Star Wars Jedi Survivor launched for Xbox Series X and S back in April to excellent reviews, and thanks to community demand, the action-adventure game has now been confirmed as on the way for Xbox One as well. Quote, thanks to the strength of this legendary franchise and community demand, our development team has committed to bringing the Jedi experience to PlayStation 4 and Xbox One. and quote. EA CEO Andrew Wilson said in EA's Q1 2024 earnings call. Star Wars Jedi Survivor on Series X and S has already had a number of updates and patches, and it seems EA Respawn won't be abandoning this side of things either, as IGN notes an EA statement that, quote, additional improvements for PC, PS5, and Series X and S remain a top priority at Respawn, and the team will share more information as soon as the next update is ready." End quote. There's no word yet on when Star Wars Jedi Survivor will come to Xbox One. We'll keep an eye out and update when we know more. I get this, I can't say I like it, but I understand it from a business sense, but it just kinda, like, why the Series X and S then? If all these games could really go backwards, and I try to be understanding with PCs of various different specifications, But at the end of the day, it still takes development resources away from the next game or further improvements for the Series X and S, which, I love Star Wars, but this game does still have a sour taste in my mouth for how poorly it ran for me on my Series X. And now we're going to take some of those resources away to go make an old Xbox One version? For a console that launched in 2013 with specs from probably 2011, none of it just sits well. None of it sits well with me. And number four, Microsoft just made it much easier to repair your Xbox controllers. Tyler Lyles at IGN writes, If you have a broken Xbox wireless controller or Elite Series 2 controller and feel bold enough to repair it yourself, Microsoft just made buying genuine parts a lot easier. As reported by The Verge, Microsoft now sells replacement parts on the official Microsoft store, including thumbsticks, buttons, and top case covers. Previously if you broke a button on your thumbstick suffered from drift, you had to either rely on parts made from third party retailers or just outright buy a new controller. The latter of course was more costly. Prices for the replacement parts vary depending on the part itself and which controller you are trying to fix. A top case for the Elite Series 2 controller is $6 more than the standard Xbox wireless controller for example. There is also an added caveat for the top case as only black and white are available. Despite this, Microsoft's variety of replacement parts is more robust compared to its competitor Sony, which only sells first-party replacement thumbsticks for its high-end controller the DualSense Edge. Selling official replacement parts is an ongoing trend for the company as it began a similar service for Microsoft Surface devices earlier this year. I love this. I did have now two Elite controllers in the lifetime of the Series 1 and 2 that I had to send in for repair. It was really disappointing due to some controller drift with the thumbsticks. But having some of these options to now do it yourself so I don't have to do the whole kerfuffle of sending it in, getting it back, and waiting all that time. I love this option. Thank you Microsoft for that one. As always, we end our show with a fun fact about Xbox, and this has been a huge year for video games. So we did get some new sales numbers, and IGN Jordan Serrani retotaled the top ten best-selling video games of all time. Let's check them out. Some honorable mentions: at thirteen, Terraria, forty-four point five million as of May twenty twenty-two. Though, twelve, Pokemon Gen 1, 47 million. Eleven, Super Mario Brothers, eight forty-eight million. Number ten, Overwatch, fifty million. Number 9, The Witcher 3 Wild Hunt, 50 million plus. Red Dead Redemption 2, 50 million plus. The Elder Scrolls 5 Skyrim, 60 million plus. Number 6, Mario Kart 8 Plus Deluxe, 63.92 million. PUBG, number 5, 75 million. Number 4, Wii Sports, 82.9 million. Now let's listen to this jump. Number 3. 3. Grand Theft Auto 5, 175 million plus. Another jump. Number two, Minecraft, 238 million. And number one, the old goat. And come on, I mean, it's many different ways of selling this game. But Tetris, maybe the greatest video game of all time, 520 million. Absolutely insane what some of these games have done. Will Xbox First Party, proper now, ever have a new game that makes it into the top 10 greatest selling video games of all time? I sure hope so, but I guess time will tell. Thank you all for listening to the Xbox and 10 podcast, your weekly source of Xbox gaming news covered in around 10 minutes. If you like the show, please do me a favor, subscribe to your favorite podcast service, share with your friends and leave a positive review. If you like the show, it helps it grow this past week. I have continued playing Alan Wake remastered. The gameplay just is kind of cool. It's just dated. There's some pretty bad sections, but I do like all the narrative around this game, how they're delivering it, how they do it in cutscenes, out of cutscenes, the commentary with it. Really enjoying that part, so I do get more excited now for Island Week 2. I'm about 70, 75% done with the game, so working on finishing that. And I also jumped into Battlefield 2042 on PC with my buddy, and uh, it was fine. It uh, I still don't know how that game released in the way that it did, that it took months and months for a scoreboard to come available to the game, which is insane for a multiplayer-only game the game was fun. I kind of want to play some more this weekend, so we shall see. My name is Brandon Rose, you can follow me on Xbox at Broza93. Hope you all have a great week, stay safe, and keep on gaming.